podcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast, your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews, with your hosts, TJ Bowser and Jared Bachman-Stubbs. guys and welcome to another episode of the do back discussion podcast this is your host tj bowser and join me as always is the dark jedi jared bachman stubbs what's up shit audio jared to all you do backers out there so today hey, is yeah, may 21st 2019 and we are fucked on a wood dab we are a fuck ton of days away that? from i have no clue from episode nine <laughs> just stroke the, actually we're like exactly seven months as of yesterday i think Oh, litty titty. Uh, so Jared, 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 November, we get Disney plus the Mandalorian. Uh, is that November 12th? I think. Okay. So that's something to look forward to. Jedi Fallen Order soon there followed afterward. And well, well that reminds me of something that's not in the show notes that I wanted to talk about. Okay. We'll get into that later. Excellent. So, but wait. How was your week? My week has been pretty decent. I uh, had a nice weekend for reasons we're not going to discuss on the record, but I told <laughs> you privately. Um, I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch. Uh, but yeah, you know the usual working. Uh, I think I'm hitting the gym with my brother once we're done recording. And uh, getting ready for my... Cosplay project that I think Spencer accidentally spoiled on the air on Holiday's last week. Way to go, Spencer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty also, sure. Also, got it. clearance from Matt Sterling to replace his name on the intro. Well, because Matt informed me today that he will not be back for quite some time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so. if that is the case, then he is free to have his name attached. Obviously, I'd have no problem with Spencer having his name on the show, but obviously Matt, as a public message to Matt and also all of you, is always going to be a welcome part of all of Heroes. Yes. Reoccurring guest sure in the future. I'm sure happy to hear his name on the top of the show as well. Oh, for sure. That just means I'll have to re-record something. <laughs> this is the Hall of Heroes podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... I didn't do much this week wrong. I did. I actually went on vacation for the first time in a long time, and it was fun. I went to a place called 16-Bit Arcade, uh, also attached to a place called Pins. It was like mini bowling, bars, you know, cool stuff, giant Jenga, beer pong, giant uh, virtual pong, giant light brights. They had like uh, over 30 different arcade cabinets. They had... 20 oh no 13 or so pinball machines really really cool place uh, i got a little lit yeah where is that uh ohio 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 is in columbus ohio it was really cool you want to uh, know, know a little jared fun fact yeah shoot it when i was a little kid i like like little little i loved the drew carey show um and there's video of me running around my Nana's basement as a wee laddie 
um, wearing like punched out 3D glasses. So it looked like the big glasses that Drew Carey wore mm-hmm. and like running around in my diaper, singing along to the theme song, like recreating the title sequence <laughs> for the Drew Carey show. Like Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. But it was like little baby Jared. It was, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's adorable if I say so myself. It's it's cringy as hell for me to watch, but everybody else says it's cute. So, okay. <laughs> Yesterday, so that, on- I, every, time, every time I hear Ohio, because like at the very end of it, because like at the very end, Drew Carey yells Ohio. Oh, okay. like little, little, little baby Jared went Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yesterday, I got the glorious opportunity to interview Mick Strawn on the Goremore podcast. Uh, How'd that go? Really, really good. Uh, he talks about Mark Wahlberg's penis. Uh, it's really, really cool. <laughs> I will leave that for the Goremore listeners, but check out check back Friday for that episode with Mick Strawn. Uh, set designer on Nightmare on Elm Street 3, 4, the Blade movies, uh, Candyman, Boogie Nights, which is why I got that story. Wait, I didn't know you were talking to somebody who was on Blade. Oh my God, I wish I knew about that. Yeah, I he did all the special effects. I didn't know that. I would have loved to pick his brain about the uh, insanity that was Blade Trinity. Yeah, he did, I think, most of the effects for that movie. Uh, you know that one in, Tr- in Blade, uh, the whenever the ceiling rains blood? Yeah. All him. Nice. Yeah, his daughter almost died in that special effect. She got stuck in the room between two taller dudes, and she almost drowned in fake blood. Jesus. Yes. He said the director was the devil, and the special effect would have killed his daughter. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hold on, I got to something into the uh, group chat that uh, good old Case and Breon sent me. <laughs> Here on we his go. way out of work. Here we go. He just sent me that on Snapchat. The Trump Punisher. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I hate okay, it. Okay, so onward with the news. Time to buckle up, baby. And we got some funny stories from Jared. Okay, so, um, this is, okay. Long story short, um, apparently I sleepwalk. Okay. And I wanted to make a point of telling the story on the air because it's too priceless. Not. Um, so I think it was like Wednesday or Tuesday of last week. I think. Um, I slept through all my alarms and that was not, <laughs> that's not normal. So eventually I get up and realized I, slept in and forgot to get here on the bus. So my mom was like, eh, it's okay. She can play hooky today. Uh, later, my dad gets home and I'm like, Hey, how's it going? And he just kind of looks at me and he says, and I'm like, what's wrong? And he just kept moving. I'm like, Oh, okay. I wonder what his problem is. And then later I'm called upstairs to talk to my mother and my father. And they both pretty much in unison go, you don't fucking remember anything last night. What my dad does is my dad had just told my mom everything that had happened. So my dad goes, you don't remember anything last night, do you? I said, no. What are you talking about? He's like, do you remember nothing? None of that. And I'm getting like really nervous that something bad happened. Turns out I sleepwalked into uh, where my dad was sleeping and like basically tried to crawl on. 
But I basically tried to crawl on top of him. And he was like telling me, dude, get the fuck off. And apparently, as he said, I quote, had a crazed look in my eyes, said no. And like tried to just (laughs) lay on top of my dad. At which point he fucking like yeets me off of him. And then I pick myself back up and then just like lay diagonal across the bed. Jared, your Eventually, dad threw you. <laughs> what? Your dad threw you off of him? Jesus Christ. Well, because I was like laying, like I was like, like he's like a shorter guy. Yeah. So like I'm just like sprawled over him and he tried to like buck me off of him. <laughs> and I'm like, so I get needed. <laughs> and I lay across the bed diagonally on top of him. <laughs> like partially on top of him, diagonally. And then eventually I get up and I'm just standing looking out the window at, at, towards the air conditioner. <laughs> and he's like, Jared, what are you doing? And apparently I said, I have to pee. So my father's like, hey, fuckhead, go to the bathroom. So eventually I like meander my way back uh, towards the bathroom, went to the bathroom properly. And then tried to go because like the room to the third floor where my room is, I have to like pass through a side room attached to my mom and dad's room. Mm-hmm. So I like had to like pass through that room back up there where he can like see and hear me. Then as I'm trying to like traverse the steps, I fall up the steps. <laughs> and at one point knock over the fire extinguisher attached to the wall nearby. <laughs> And my dad, like the next day, was looking at me and my mom, like, I don't know how the fuck none of you heard any of this. <laughs> and despite all of the chaos, I it, none of nothing woke me up. That's awesome, though. I was just dead asleep the whole time. <laughs> so I've been waiting to tell that story on the air. I didn't want to tell anybody in the group chat about it until I was able to like say it. That was awesome. If, Oh, yeah. I felt so bad. Like, I just spent the rest of the night apologizing to my father, even though it. Jared, you just cut out like a motherfucker, dude. What? You just cut out like a motherfucker. I said, even though it technically wasn't my fault, Mm -hmm. I still apologized. Understandable. So the next on the docket, we have a Phantom Menace retrospective. How do you want to start that, Jared? Uh, no, I just wanted to, you know, uh, obviously this past weekend was the 20th birthday of uh, one of the most underrated movies in the Star Wars saga. It is not a perfect movie. Are you an angel? Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it it's it's got some scripting issues. It has some acting issues. It has some pacing issues. And um you know, it's a movie of a for all ages about trade disputes. <laughs> but, um, it's Star Wars, so we love it. Uh, but yeah, TJ, you have any like? Okay, know, the first time I watched Fan- the first time I watched uh, the Phantom Menace, uh, I can't remember exactly, but I can remember watching it twelve, thirteen, maybe, and just. Loving the hell out of it. I, I'd say 12 or 13 is when I really started getting heavy back into Star Wars again. Uh, you know, reading the dictionaries and whatnot and getting the books and all that stuff and throughout my teenage years. But anyway, anyway, uh, Phantom Menace. 
for one, we got Darth Maul from it. Uh, for two, we got <laughs> the amazing Anakin Skywalker played by Jake Lloyd. Uh, oh, we'll try spinning. That's a cool trick. Uh, <laughs> and the coveted. Now, this is what I call pod racing. And nothing against Jake Lloyd. It's just that fucking script. Yes. Uh, there's no child actor alive who could have made those lines. And also the Phantom Menace delivered a reoccurring do back joke. Slightly racist do back joke. But it gets said every week. Jared, who is it? OK, well, for the record, we're not making fun of. No, it just the, sounds racist and we sound weird. very bad. But I swear to God, we just love it's that making scene. fun of how offensive the, yes. the accent is. Yes. The joke isn't the accent. The joke is how awful the accent is. Yes. <laughs> for those of you who feel bad about laughing or refuse to laugh at it. It's OK. The is, how did this end up in a movie? Yes, that <laughs> is what we should be concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> and we not were concerned that this happened and we mock it because of it and not only a movie a fucking star wars movie a star wars movie <laughs> with this incredibly problematic asian accent <laughs> all of them every pneumonian ever yeah they never they never stopped they never decided to like reel it back in yes. either and this is also like, a movie where we fell in love with ewan mcgregor found out qui-gon jinn is even more of a badass than we thought he was now, Liam Neeson. And also where we found and still a question, where are those droidicas? <laughs> yeah, I, I know I've talked about it a bajillion times on the air, but like um, my first some of my first memories of Star Wars come from the legendary video game Star Wars Obi-Wan. Yeah, um, you do talk which, about that. Well, that was an Xbox game, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and. For those for new folk, um, uh, also um, the the matter that we talked about off the air, the that matter has also played that game in their childhood, um, which I found very very hilarious. Um, speaking in code for TJ, he understands. But we uh, no no, my dad and I would play Star Wars Obi Wan together all the time. Um, this is before I was like assaulted in my sleep. Okay. And he it, it was a lot of fun. It like basically started a few months before the events of Obi of, of Phantom Menace and then was like the events of Phantom Menace. Um, it was a horrible game, but I fell in love with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn because of it. And I fell in love with the Phantom Menace era Jedi Council because of it, because there was a versus mode where you could like play as most of the Jedi on the council. Mm -hmm. So. Like, that's why as like a five-year-old, I was like, ooh, Kiari Mundi, Yero Poof, Yaro, Seisi Tim, Plo Koon, Yari Galea, Depa Balaba. Like, so, yeah, the Star Wars Obi-Wan made me a sweaty from a young age. And um, because of that, I, by extension, fell in love with the Phantom Menace super hard. Uh, as a little kid, I would basically walk through the house all the time just humming duel of the fates to myself <laughs> uh driving my entire family insane okay and uh, uh <laughs> yeah it was, i basically just <laughs> all the fun. uh and then another phantom menace related story for people who haven't heard this before i think i've told this story before air um spencer simpson uh, 
uh, you guys probably uh, know from Hall of Heroes, of course, and our good buddy Joel uh, Basin back. We went to. Is that uh, his last name? What is that Joel's last name? Basin back. Yeah. Nobody has ever told me his last name. Yeah, is everybody called his nickname's Bassett and Bacon? Oh, um, okay. <laughs> our seventh grade science teacher had the, came up with that. Oh, okay. Uh, but when we were in tenth grade, we were our sophomore year in choir. We had convinced our choir director to do Duel of the Fates for the spring concert. You know how many times and you've told this story, or we've played it at the end of the show. <laughs> I only think I told the story when Grosso was. I think we played something no we played the rogue one thing at the end of a show and i think we played the duel of the fate song at the end no we didn't play the rogue one review i did in high school in the show i sent it to you guys and you guys were watching it with your mics muted and you were laughing your ass off at it (laughs) but um no just but long story short um the weekend before the concert uh ray park was at steel city con uh and he's coming back this summer hopefully we get a you know, do back exclusive with Darth Maul himself. Do you think he'll like my tattoo? <laughs> oh, he'll love your tattoo. <laughs> my buddy Levi, who was Qui-Gon when we first met. Yeah. He's bringing Qui-Gon back out so we can take a picture getting impaled by Ray. Oh, OK. Um, Sweet. But we had Ray uh, sign the master copy of the music. And then the next week during the show, there was like a big lightsaber battle during the song. So. Phantom Menace has a very special place in my heart, as does Revenge of the Sith. Um, and y'all know my opinions on Attack. Um, <laughs> you, Dan, for thinking that's the best one. Uh, but yeah, I, lo- I love me some Phantom Menace and happy birthday to what I can honestly say is probably the most underrated movie in the saga. Okay. I do love that film. <laughs> A lot. Uh, so Battlefront 2 got hella updates, huh? Hella, hella updates. Uh, Hema updates. We can go back and forth on these because this is basically a long story. <clears throat> Incoming transmission. For this community transmission, we're going to cover a few smaller but important subjects all together at once. Level cap increase voiceover wheel, and changes to appearance bundles. Why the fuck are the level caps so high, Bachman? Holy shit. I think it's to make up for how quickly everybody got through it. Oh, okay. Um, A little too little so too first late. Off, yeah, well, there's that. Um, first off, we're increasing the level cap for all units. Upon reaching the current max level for a unit, you'll enter prestige levels. This will cause the level icon to visually change and turn gold. From there, each level will have the same XP requirement for each level. Uh, we're now we're not just increasing the level cap by a few. Every unit will go up to level one thousand. Then, upon hitting level one thousand, they will say max in gold. We'll keep monitoring player feedback for ways we can improve the overall experience, but. Uh, improve the overall experience be it anything from a smaller quality of life change to a much larger update and tj is going to go stir some spaghetti sauce uh with the addition okay so we have a voiceover wheel with the addition of the emote wheel in a past update we're now adding a voiceover wheel 
This is the first pass at a system, and it will be developed further with future updates. For this initial release, the VO wheel will allow for all heroes and villains to save voice lines without requiring the need for an emote. Emotes will now give voice lines from the emote, such as, hello then. So you'll automatically unlock the voice lines from any hero emotes you currently own or acquire at a future date. Voice lines are not available separately from emotes, and there is no pricing change for emotes. Should we change this at a future date, such as if we decide to make standalone voice lines, we'll be sure to inform you all. And then it's basically a full list of all of the emotes, uh, Yoda's, judge me by my size to you. This is why you fail, do or do not, there is no try. My is the force and the powerful ally it is. Hans, uh, with that's two Yaomi Jr. I'm a little out, I'm out of it for a little while, and everyone gets delusions of grandeur. Pokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster, and great kid, don't get cocky. Uh, and all basically, this is all the emotes for all the different characters. Um, so yeah, they're adding the voice line wheel. And then they also are changing how the bundles for appearances work. Earlier this year, we added a bunch of appearance bundles for our upgraded clone trooper legion appearances. However, they when we added these bundles to the game, we did it via crates, the crates menu. We're now moving these bundles into the collection menu instead. This should make it for them easier to find, make it easier to find for players new and old. Uh, moving forward, these bundles will be available only for crystals, though at a significantly discounted rate. Appearances and bundles will start will still be available to be purchased separately by either credits or crystals. So um, obviously the level increase is, is really cool. Uh, going through the comments of this forum post, there's a lot of people questioning the need for the voiceover wheel. I feel like the only thing that the voice wheel voiceover wheel provides is, you know, doing an emote without the really lengthy animation that's guaranteed to get you killed. Yeah, and that way, whenever you kill people, Chewbacca can go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> want to be an asshole <laughs> all the time, uh, all the time. I mean, I just like the idea of like being able to. There's been a couple times like playing as Obi Wan. I've wanted to like hello there, somebody, but like the minute and a half long saber flourish holds his arms out wide open. Hello there takes way too long. So I kind of like the idea of being able to just like. Leroy Jenkins behind a bunch of villains. Hello there. And then yeet them all off of a cliff on cloud city or some <laughs> shit. Um, and speaking of uh, heroes and villains gameplay. Oh boy. Uh, HVV is getting a much needed rework. Uh, TJ, if you want to read this one. Yes, 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 yes. Uh... Incoming transmission. One of the most iconic parts of Star Wars comes with when our noble heroes face off against their sinister foes. Obi-Wan Kenobi versus General Grievous, Luke Skywalker confronting Darth Vader, and Rey against Kylo Ren. These moments have captured us since the very first film, and it's part of the Battlefront 2. It's a lover's quarrel. Yes, particularly in heroes versus <laughs> villains. You fucked up my <laughs> stride. Give it all of us to a feedback about HVV. With it, we're making some changes to the mode. With this month's update, we're completely reworking the targeting system in heroes versus villains. Now, defeating an enemy hero will add a point to your team's elimination score, regardless of which one you defeat. What? It's basically going to work like blast, but with hero. With these mechanics, the mobile no longer be a first attendant target eliminations. Instead, the first team to reach 25 minute eliminations will be the victors of the match. What? 
We will also update the achievement for eliminations to reflect this change. It will now unlock open upon eliminating 50 enemies in HVV. Oh, shit. Rather than being tied to target eliminations. Thanks for the feedback on this one. This is one of the many changes we've made and will continue to make to the game that has been based directly on what players are asking and for and talking about. Once this update goes live, let us know what you think. Jared? I really like the sound of this. Um, that said, as somebody who likes to use telekinetic characters on maps with ledges, there is a very quick way to get to 25 eliminations if you have someone like me who at least once or twice a match is able to kill the entire team in one. And how do you do that, Jared? I play like a total piece of shit. Uh-huh. And I play as a character who can use a force push or something like that. And, and I eat off. them off a cliff. <laughs> My favorite is uh, the Kashyyyk map in HVV playing as Darth Maul and have sent entire teams to their death multiple times match. So I think this system can be exploited a little bit, but you're just going to have to play safe and be mindful of the other team. Uh, we have so what all maps do we have for capital supremacy right now it's a clone wars exclusive mode so we have geonosis and kashik and now they're adding camino and okay. we still have to wait for naboo um but this update they're also adding camino to capital supremacy so Say with us, folks. Incoming transmission. Uh, a raging ocean, a stormy sky. Separatists hail blaster fire as they invade the clone factories of your next battlefront. The next capital supremacy map is Camino, the birthplace of the clone army. But this one offers a different experience than the other two maps thus far. Unlike Geonosis and Kashyyyk, Camino provides all-out trooper warfare. There are no canyons for speeders to cut through, no pathways for tanks or walkers. This map is steel, fire, and rain, meeting in opposition to the sterile white halls within. Nearly the entirety of the Camino map you'll find familiar with uh, the one from Galactic Assault. Uh, hold on, I forgot how to read. Nearly the entirety of the Camino map you're familiar with from Galactic Assault will be available to fight across in Capital Supremacy. However, it won't be exactly the same. For this iteration of the map, we've made the CIS Trident-class assault ship much more present. In fact, you'll find one in an, oper in an inoperable, inoperable state la, 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 sprawled across command post C. This allows for additional cover as well as height should troopers tr choose to climb up its metal hull. <laughs> Playing across this map, you'll find that the fight has been going on since long before you arrived. Fires, crashed ships, and broken structures paint a picture of warfare as torrential, down, as torrential rain falls upon the battlefront. Camino will no doubt introduce a change of pace and tactics to capital supremacy, and we can't wait for you to let us know what you think of it. Camino comes to capital supremacy in the Siege of Camino update on May, 20, on May 22nd. Full details on the map and everything else will be available in its release notes. 
And then uh, edit per popular request. These are locations for the command post, uh, not official location names. Uh, the hangar, uh, the dome room, crash trident, uh, doom room, and the archive. We all know what these are. <laughs> Pay attention, like, yeah. think about it. You know, if you play, if you play Battlefront, you know exactly what all of them. Yes. Uh, John Williams to record Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker score next month. I thought he already had a portion of this finished. Yeah, he the, the article we read last week said that he knocked out a nice chunk of it. Sounds like he's getting back into the fray to finish it up or at least uh, knock out another chunk if you want to take this story okay. from the make Star Wars news now. <laughs> the maestro of Galaxy Far, Far Away is set to return for the ninth and currently final film in the mainline Star Wars saga. And he'll be getting to work sooner than you think in a new interview. To, uh, yeah, it's expected that John Williams will step back into the composing The Rise of Skywalker in a few months. In a recent interview that orchestral in a few weeks, in a few weeks. Yes. Sandy de Crescent. Did I say that right? De Crescent. Held on LinkedIn. <laughs> I think it's decrescent, but I like decroissant. <laughs> it's like Joe Dirt, but it's Stop! Joe Dirt. You almost made me drop my croissant. <laughs> Forgot the vines. Head on LinkedIn. Yeah, this is a vine podcast now. We don't talk about Star Wars. <laughs> Let's do this. Active to Ben Landau and the John Williams fan network. It's explained that Williams will soon be back at the work in a matter of weeks. Sandy DeCrescent celebrates 50 years as an orchestrator contractor. As one point, she will work with 43 of the most talented film and composers in Hollywood. Today, she is still selecting the musicians and managing the orchestras for composer John Williams. Just an interview with John. You can find that on Star Wars News Feel it should be StarWarsNews.net, but whatever. Uh, we already know that Williams has taken a crack at the Rise of Skywalker, writing 25 minutes of music. There we go. He spoke fondly of the new film, so hopefully this means that he saved some of his best work for the in the franchise for last. Uh, December 20th, baby. Can't come soon enough. It can't come soon enough. Now, at the beginning of the show, you said that you remembered a topic that you wanted to talk about. What is that? Yes. So um, this weekend I ran or not this weekend, but last Thursday I ran into GameStop to pre-order my copy of uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Now, I don't remember this being discussed anywhere or brought up anywhere else. So I don't want to call this a leak, but I just want to call this like. Confirmed, but unspoken information. When I went in to pre-order my copy of Jedi Fallen Order, they show, they had like a little binder that had like all of like the pre-order bonuses for every game that's available to pre-order, right? Mm -hmm. They opened up the book and let me look at it and I took a picture. So uh Star Wars Jedi Order Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh pre-order Jedi Fallen Order and receive equipment for your lightsaber and droid companion. Uh, and then it goes through and just kind of explains the nature of the game and what it's about and everything and that stuff we already know. But I found it very interesting that we the this the verbiage of equipment for your lightsaber and droid companion, which to me makes it sound like there is actually going to be a whole lot of customization involved in. 
And I want to talk about that because that excites me a lot. Because even though it looks cool, the lightsaber that, uh, what's the Jedi's name? Cal Kestis, something like that. I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Continue. Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yeah. You said Cal Kestis. I don't even know that name. And now you say, yeah, it's Cal. You're right. It's played by that uh, guy well, from Shameless. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, Gotham. I know him from Gotham. But, yeah. So it looks like there's going to be like a lot of customization options here, um, which excites me. I like that. Uh, you know, I, I, I look forward to seeing how they like handle customization within the canon. Um you know, like it's like with Force Unleashed, where like there was so many different things you could do in Force Unleashed or even Knights of the Old Republic that, you know, you do what you want. And then eventually they'd like release a book or there would be some type of confirmation. This is the canon version of what happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited to see what all options we have with regards to Jedi Fallen Order since lightsaber customization, which I was really hoping for, is going to be. It'll be okay, Jared. It'll be okay. Oh, it'll be great. <laughs> so this is going to be a shorter episode today. Yeah, like I said, we had like we had stuff, we had deep stuff to talk about, but it was going to be a brisk show. So yeah, not a whole lot this week, but you know, what we had was worth talking about, especially the Battlefront stuff. Yes, uh, you want to shill? Yes, I always want to shill. So, there is the Dubak Discussion Podcast. You know about that one because you're listening to it right now, you silly goose. There, there are two other podcasts in this happy little network we have. There is the Goran Moore Podcast, which is hosted by the one and only Trenton sexy motherfucker Bowser. Okay? He and his gaggle of horror freaks do a bi-weekly movie club style podcast where they revisit old school horror movies. They also have the gory bit interviews. And for the record, gory bits is a term you can only use on this network. Suck a dick. Anyway, <laughs> I'm passive aggressive, but it's not that passive. I'm just aggressive. Would you have to get to the point where you have to put a cease and desist on someone because they're being a cock and have to copy everything you fucking do. I mean, you're allowed to call you know you're out. doing something right yeah um <laughs> so there's a Gormore podcast if you like horror movies you should go listen to that there's also this little ditty called the hall of heroes podcast it's hosted by yours truly and spencer simpson if you listen to do back discussion uh you missed you missed an adjective there the illustrious Spencer's no, Matt's the illustrious. Oh, Spencer's that's right. The, the illustrious. Too bad Matt doesn't even do the, his own podcast anymore. <laughs> well, he's still the illustrious. And I still like the idea of the shirts that just say the illustrious. illustrious. All of you. And we'll work on that. But we have yet to sell a fuck Dan Miller shirt. So kind of upset about that. <laughs> oh, um, it's a Chris Dan Miller shirt. And I'm sure they'll sell eventually. <laughs> um, just, the, the meme needs to catch on before it sells. Speaking of shirts. Oh, I'm not finished shilling my podcast. Hold on. <laughs> if you're in to comic books and superheroes, tune into the Hall of Heroes podcast, which uploads roundabout every Wednesday morning. 
Um, it's a really fun show. It's typically me and Spencer, and we're talking about everything, comic book, <laughs> movie, TV, video games, everything. What the fuck did you send in? The, uh, John, may try to figure out how the Soul Stone accepted Black Widow as a sacrifice, even though genders have no soul. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can attest to the uh, absence of ginger souls. I can attest to that. that is great. Uh, I uh but yeah, tune into the Hall of Heroes podcast. It's a good time. Um it's not as boisterous as this show. Um it's it's a funny show. It's a different kind of humor. Um but definitely check out Hall of Heroes. Help help our little show grow as well and then like tj said on the topic of t-shirts if you go to www.dobackdiscussion.net while you're at it make it your fucking homepage. always um always make it your homepage. if you scroll through you get all kinds of cool reviews and articles and stuff like that and if you go all the way to the bottom or i don't think it's all the way at the bottom anymore Mm -hmm. but if you go towards the bottom of the website there's a merch tab see a shirt you like click on it it'll Boom, take you right to our T Public store where you can order Dubak merch. I just got myself a brand new Dubak Discussion logo t shirt because I'm a shill like that too. <laughs> the Trinity. Where that, the Trinity. The Trinity logo, yes. By the incomparable Tim Maddox. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a cool uh, adjective. <laughs> but yeah, go get yourself a t shirt. Go listen to all the shows. Be a fan. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow our premium Snapchat. <laughs> we need to get one just for really <laughs> ridiculous shit. Um, what else is going to say? Oh, yeah. Also, thank you, everybody, for 32,000 listens last month. Like, is that <laughs> over the course of like. That's over the course of a month. That's somebody that's people clicking it 32,000 times to hit play. Like that's all like in April, like exclude like yeah. April alone had 32,000. Yeah. Our analytics show the last 30 days. So the last 30 days has had 32,000 listens of the course of Dubak discussion, Gordon Moore and hall of heroes. Yeah. Thank you all very, very, very much. Thank you to everybody who's been sharing the Facebook post, helping to get our voices out even further. Mm-hmm. Thank you everyone it is greatly appreciated and we thank you so much for listening every week to all of our absolute fucking nonsense um it is so much fun i know that one of the luckiest moments in my entire life was just happening upon the day back discussion with steel city um with a few very good friends of mine and it has been the gift that has kept on giving I have gotten to uh, work with people whom I respect very much. I've gotten to be in contact with people who I've always been a very big fan of um, and have befriended, uh, you know, very, you know, your, your internet friendships, which, you know, are always like you know, kind of hard to explain. Um, but there are people in the community who I'm always, who I've, whom I've always looked up to, uh, such as our meet from comic book and stuff who I get to call a colleague now, thanks to CJ and this beautiful empire we're building one show at a time. I'm smiling and I'm about to cry, so continue. <laughs> so thank you, TJ, for letting me be on this wild little adventure with you. Of and course, thank buddy. you to all of you who have helped make said adventure possible. 
So I'm going to get off my Yes, this episode is dedicated in honor of my late grandma. Today is her birthday. Also happens to be the birthday of said legendary rapper Biggie Smalls. So we will end the show with Sky's the Limit. Because then when it comes to the Do Back Discussion Network, that's exactly what it is. So that's your host, TJ Bowser, signing off. And this is Jared, the Dark Jedi, uh, signing off. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DarkJedi2552 and my cosplay group, New Regime Cosplay. I'm an idiot. I forgot how the sign-offs work. TJ, hit the tape. Baby, look at me. Mama love you. And I know you ain't no little boy no more, but you always be my baby. It seems like only yesterday I was holding you in my arms. Now look at you now, big me. But I worry about you. I worry about you all the time. Hanging out on the corner all times of night with the crew of people. Baby, that ain't nothing but trouble. I always taught you that you could have whatever you dream. Well, I want you to hold on to that dream, baby. Hold on to it real tight. Because the sky's the limit. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing tonight? I'd like to welcome to the stage the lyrically acclaimed. I like this young man because when he came out, he came out with the phrase, he went from ashy to classy. <laughs> I like that. So everybody in the house, give a warm round of applause for the Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> the Notorious B.I.G., ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for him, y'all. Uh. A nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes in the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You wanna see the inside? Huh. I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow! Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Here come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next Look at they man eye, big man, they never try So we roll with them, uh, stole with them I mean loyalty, niggas bought me milks at lunch The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch 88, eyes cost and blue and white duck Ask the sky is the limit, Begin the killers, praying God forgive us for being sinners. Help us out.
Sky's the limit, limit. motherfucker. Everything's gonna be okay. 